Hey everyone, welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Aubin. On today's episode, I'll be talking more about your thoughts and how those color your soul. All the discussion in today's episode contains the host's thoughts, opinions, and ideas. These are solely of the host and do not reflect those of the host's workplace, educational institute, religious institute, or the such relations. Before we get started, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Brandon over at Instinctive Designs, who created all of the logos and other artwork for the Cultivate podcast. If you're interested in getting your own work done, go check him out over on Instagram at Instinctive Designs, shoot him a DM. He'll get back to you. All right, well, episode three is here. Uh, Still feels a little crazy to be saying that. We've had a couple before this, but yeah, I've just been really enjoying um, this process. And again, like I said last week's or in last time's episode, not necessarily last week, but last time's episode, I'm just very grateful and thankful uh, just for all the support and just for the feedback that I've gotten on the first couple episodes. And I'm definitely, this is something I never would have really expected to happen. So just thank you. Um, Again, just for tuning in and listening. And again, if you're new, I have a couple more episodes earlier, just very starting out. Helps you maybe get give you an idea of what this whole podcast is about. So feel free to pause this at any time and go back and listen to those and then come back here and, and listen, give this one a listen through. And um, But if, you, if you've been along with us, thank you again. Uh, and thanks for rejoining us, picking it up on episode three. Um, before we get started, there is one thing I want to make sure that I'm clear about that I haven't really talked about yet. And the reason I bring this up because I've had a few people that I'm close with be like, hey, you know, when's the next episode coming out? And I realized I never really talked about the expectations I had for, for that. And so um, right now I've been having it kind of go around every two weeks. So, um, you know, there'd be a podcast come out next week nothing, and then the week after have another one come out. So that's where I've been at um, recently. And like I said, I think earlier, I have nine episodes planned. And so, you know, I think that was a great way to spread them out. That way, you know, um, there's frequent content, but not overly frequent. Um, Because the one thing I wanted this podcast to be is flexible. Because the main reason is I really just want to enjoy doing this. Um, If it became you know, a once a week thing or even more frequent than that, I think I would really not like doing it, to be honest. And and I really want to keep this up because I'll enjoy doing it. So the plan is to be every every other week. Um, but I may be flexible with that because life happens. And so if those things happen, you know, I'll make sure to be um, send out updates via Instagram and Facebook. So if you're not following me there, Uh, Go check it out. They'll be in the description of this podcast. Links to Facebook and Instagram. Go follow me. That way you can stay up to date with what's happening at the Cultivate Podcast. Um, And then secondly, after that short little plug there. um, Secondly, there's another thing I wanted to bring up is time limit. Um, And as you've seen so far, first episode's like nine minutes. And then my last time's episode was 25 minutes. Um, I don't generally have a time limit planned. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I just kind of go through and have this idea that came to my mind or something in life that just happened. And, um, I go ahead and kind of do a quick talking points right out that I, you know, this is what I want to talk about to keep me on pace and on task. And, 
Um, I let the time be itself. You know, I don't expect ever to be about an hour. I do have one episode where I'm going to have a guest come on, and that one might be a little bit longer, but I don't think I could talk for an hour long. But, you know, I don't think any of them are going to be three minutes. So, again, that's it's up to just whatever the content is, but I like to keep it generally shorter because we're all busy people and. I don't know, I've listened to podcasts before that are about an hour long, and I don't know, sometimes you just get bored through them, so I hope that's never the case here, but yeah, it's, that's kind of just what I wanted to get into before really jumping into this week's content, so again, thanks everybody, now let's get right into it. So this one, this one I really enjoyed just thinking of and, and coming along with the content here, and where I kind of got this idea was is from a, a podcast by a guy named Jonathan Doyle. Um, this was shared to me by a coworker. Um, one of the things I do have at work is is a group called Learn and Grow, and it's just kind of a chance for you know newer employees to come together and grow deeper into what my company is all about. And so some of it was um, every week somebody led it, and you'd bring something to the table and. We'd talk about it. And so my first ever Learn and Grow, this was what we talked about, was this podcast by the guy. And he he talks briefly. There's a lot of things he talks about. Now, I'm going to link it in, into the description. I definitely recommend go listen to it but because he talks about a lot of great things. But for a point, he briefly talks about your thoughts and how they color your soul. Now, it kind of sounds interesting and it's kind of like, oh, okay, what does this all mean? And and so where he kind of gets that is this, this quote by Marcus Aurelius, who is a 2nd century AD Roman emperor. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, he's uh, depicted in the movie Gladiator in the beginning. So if you're familiar with that movie, um, you know, he's depicted in that. That's probably where you maybe heard the name. If not, don't worry about it. doesn't matter. But um, yeah, he's a 2nd century AD Roman um, emperor. And his quote is, he was quoted by saying, the soul becomes dyed with the color of its thoughts. I'm going to say that one more time just to kind of let that sit in for a second. But the soul becomes dyed with the color of its thoughts. And I, I just found this quote really remarkable. And it kind of made me really start to think about our thoughts, right? And how um, the power behind our thoughts. And so first part is I had to think about dye, right? If you go onto YouTube and you can look up just dye in water, or all sorts of stuff, right? Not like D-I-E, but D-Y-E. So yeah, don't want you looking up the wrong things there. But um, yes, like dye or ink in water. And um, it fascinates me because, you know, a drop of ink in water starts out really condensed, but quickly spreads, you know, and and then it consumes all of the water, and then there's these crazy awesome videos like in slow mo where people are like shooting ink into water, and it does all this really cool stuff. But it's amazing to me how just condensed it starts, and then it spreads. Our thoughts can be like this, right? I think we have, you know, we can have these one one simple thought roll into our mind, and next thing you know, we have all these thoughts rolling in our mind, and then next thing we know, it's actually ex, ex, it's coming out of us, right? is exuding out of us is, is who we are. And he kind of gets into character and a lot of other things. But I don't know. It just really um, made me think, right? And so through this, I, I have a couple personal stories that it 
it really came to fruition with this idea that, you know, my thoughts really start to shape who I am. And that comes out in my words and my actions. And so um, a more recent story is if any of, any of you are out there are developers, you'll you'll hear the term merge conflict and you'll shudder. Um, and so if you're not a developer, you know, maybe you could look it up, but it's an idea that, um, you know, my my computer has certain code and my coworker's computer has certain code and now we're trying to mesh it together and there's conflicts in that, right? It's just messy. And so um, I was on a project and I was working and my senior, who's kind of just uh, somebody who's been um, in development for a long time, me and him were working and he's like, okay, well, go ahead and push up your changes, which is an idea of just, okay, now I'm going to take my code and, and mesh it with his, right? So I went ahead and did that and I had the merge conflict error come across and, oh man, you don't want to talk about um, your stomach or your heart dropping, right? That's what happened. And we spent the next hour or so fixing my merge conflict. Let me tell you, I... You know, like when, if you're, I'm sorry, I'm just a sports fan, but you know, if you're not a sports fan, just bear with me for a second. But I think this is a good example that everybody can understand. You know, March Madness is actually coming up. Happy March, everyone. But March Madness, right? And you ever watch those awesome videos of somebody, you know, hitting a game winner and how everybody goes nuts on their team, right? Well, I looked like the dude who was sitting on the bench of the other team that was, that just lost, right? You know, how they hang their head. Maybe there's a towel over their head, all dejected and upset. That was me. That was honestly, I remember at one point sitting there feeling like that. And I probably actually looked like that too, without minus the towel, but I actually probably looked like that. Um, my thoughts just started going, well, you know, your senior, he's not going to like you anymore. Man, you're a failure. Man, like, you're, you just, all you do is create issues, all you do is create problems. You're not a real developer. You're not all these things, right? And it kind of gets back to what I talked about in episode two and in imposter syndrome and that thoughts, those lies that, you know, the father of lies tells us. And I just began to literally for that hour stew in that. Now, I think a while ago, I probably would have let that change my whole week. Now, I only let it change my whole afternoon, you know, maybe for that hour or two. Because I finally began to get this idea of down of, okay, this happens all the time. You know, he looked at me, he goes, I told him how sorry I was. And he goes, don't worry, it happens all the time. And it began to change that thought, right? Then I started having thoughts of, okay, you know, there's, I don't believe in failure in life. I believe in lessons. We don't fail at things. We just learn. So I took that as, I'm not a failure. I just learning. So next time before I push my code, I'm going to make sure that, hey, what files have you been in? You know, can I push this? Yada, 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 right? So I'm going to take this opportunity to learn. And, and through that situation, I kind of really realized how powerful our thoughts can be one way or the other. Now, another example of mine would be um, quite a few years ago, probably about four years ago or so, I was working at that um, home improvement chain that I talked about in episode one. And I was... Mr. Negative Nancy. Holy crap. I was so negative. Mainly, I, I'm going to be honest, I hated my job. Customer service, if you if you do that, respect to you. And I, I applaud you for doing that. Um, and if it's a temporary kind of job, just hang in there, friend. You can get through it. Uh, but customer service is tough. 
Um, and through it all, I really let myself become really negative. And I was known as the dude who just hated his job. Everybody knew it. And looking back on this, it's something that I regret deeply and I'm very disappointed in myself by. Because I realized the opportunity that I had to really be encouraging and loving on my coworkers and all the people that came through the store. Um, but one of the, the the real purpose of this story is that there was a newer hire that came on and um, he was a younger dude and um, I grew kind of close with him and, and uh, just got to talk to him and stuff because we both practically worked clothes a lot and um, he started out really positive but he spent a lot a lot of time around me and I think everybody there kind of started out positive and then you got negative but he got really negative and the nickname that he ended up getting was Josiah Jr. and you know oh you know the the sarcasm the joke um I don't, I don't really, side tangent, sarcasm to me is just the truth, but me trying to be funny about it, right? So what people are really saying is, oh, he's just you, you know, you're just negative. And I remember just that, I, I went home with that thought of Josiah Jr., like, man, I'm so negative that I made this kid, you know, hate his job so much. Like, dang, I think about that still. And like, how do I show up in my job today? And and luckily, I haven't had a job like that since where I've been that negative. Um, because again, I think, you know, there's no failures in life. You just learn. And through all this, I, I realized, see, these, these examples are coming up in my life where my soul became dyed with the color of my thoughts, right? And so kind of getting back to what I said earlier, our thoughts are really powerful. And... Again, put things on that you want to put on and leave things off that you want to leave off. But I believe we have a couple different voices in our heads. And the voice, there's there's two real prominent ones in my mind. is that There's the voice of truth and there's the voice of lies. Now, if you go back to last week, I talked about John chapter 8, 44, when Jesus was going back and forth with some Pharisees. And he ends up telling them that, you know, you are listening to your true father's lies, the devil, who is the father of lies, right? And we kind of have this, I kind of talked about this um, idea that, you know, I think today in church, we, you know, we we say, oh yeah, the devil's the, a liar and all this stuff. And we kind of, you know, give it a, it's just a common term that I think it's lost its power because I love the wording Jesus uses here in, in, in that saying that, lying is his natural language, right? It's what he does. It's what he speaks best. You know, if you think about a lot of bilingual people, you can speak a lot of languages, but which one do you speak best? Most likely your native tongue. And that's the devil's native tongue is lies. And that he is literally the father of lies. And you go in throughout the Bible too, and he is seeking to destroy, right? And 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, right? So there's this voice of lies in our head. Now, before I, you know, just say doom and gloom, there's other things, right? There's that voice of truth. What does God say about me? Well, 
I love Psalms 139, right? Where he talks about you're fearfully and wonderfully made and that he knows the hairs on your head and that he knit you together in your mother's womb and that he won't leave you or forsake you, which is said in Hebrews 13.5. And most importantly, this is probably the most thrown around verse, but it's such a great verse of how much he loves you. John 3.16, that he gave his only son to die for you. That's how much he loves you, right? There's this voice of truth and there's this voice of lies. And, and I think it's almost a battle in your head of which one's going to win. And so the thing that I really begin to think about throughout this entire podcast and this idea of our soul becoming dyed with the color of our thoughts is that we need to guard our hearts. So, you know, friends, if you're religious or you're not, that's okay. But there's some Bible verses in here that I love Proverbs. Proverbs has so much great wisdom and it was written, you know, by a man who, you know, when God gave him anything that he could have, he asked for wisdom. And even in the end, he wasn't a perfect person and he had a lot of failures, right? Oh, I guess failures, right? Learning. Um, and he and he wrote it down for us that here we are much later being able to uh, gain wisdom from this. But in Proverbs chapter 6, um, verses 6 through 11, there's a little interesting verse in there. Verses 6 through 8 talk about ants and how they're kind of, you know, we look at the ants and how they're always on the go. Um, they're always preparing and harvesting and looking to the future without, you know, having to be told. You know, no one's commanding them, but they're always harvesting. And then in verse 9, he talks, and then in verse 9, he, verse nine he starts with, How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? Verse 10, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Verse 11, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Now, before you ask, what the heck does this have to do with anything about guarding your heart? I think it's really important to look back two chapters before in Proverbs 4, verse 27 uh, through, uh, verse, excuse me, verse 23 through 27, where he says, um, keep your heart with all vigilance." For from it flows the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. I think it's super important because verses in chapter 6, verses 6 through 11 are kind of talking about You know, this moment when we become asleep, like maybe this walking dead or a robot, right? Functioning without really being vigilant of um, what we're taking in or what we're, who we're surrounding ourselves, things like that. The moment we let our hearts become vulnerable and impressionable, the enemy knows when to attack. He knows when you're vulnerable. He knows um, the perfect opportunity to get at you. Right, the other opportunities when he knows that you're strong, he's not going to because that's too hard. But he knows the moments where it's going to be really easy, and in those moments, if we are right lying there being a sluggard, right? How when will you arise from your sleep? Right, if we're just being spiritually asleep, or if we're just letting our we're just putting our blinders on and just taking one step after another, just walking through life, he knows when to attack. Your thoughts know when to attack you. 
Um, and it comes back to this idea that we need to um, guard our hearts. I love that, that just verse 23 alone, keep your heart with all vigilance from, from it flow the springs of life. And it's kind of like when I was, you know, with my examples, when I let just a negative thought start, it became all these negative thoughts. And then it actually started to being acted out in the way that I spoke and the way that I acted. So we need to be alert as just people of faith. And even if you're not, a person of faith and that voice that's telling you in your head that you're not good enough. We need to be aware of that and realize that if we start to really believe those things and we let to let we let those negative thoughts um, die our souls, right? Our actions and the things that we do and the things that we think about ourselves and the things that we say are going to come from that. And on the contrary, if we think of um, the good, th- and we let the good thoughts, right? Um, and we let those things penetrate our hearts. Um, actions outside of that are going to start to flow. So to kind of wrap this up, I have to pose the question, friends, what voice are you going to listen to? And to, to leave this, there's a great verse, um, out of Colossians, Uh, chapter 3 verse 2 and he says set your minds on things that are above not on things that are on the earth so friends i want to challenge you today that keep your mind on the things that are above those heavenly thoughts the things that god thinks about you because you are loved you are unique you are created with a purpose you're not created um just as another thing Uh, But you're created with great purpose and that he loves you and that he hasn't left you and he hasn't forsaken you. And even if that voice of, of, of the lies is trying to attack you, that's not who you are. We got to keep our minds on things that are above. So with that being said, friends, um, I'd love to hear from you guys. If there's, like I said last week, uh, there's going to be my email, uh, also on Facebook and Instagram. Feel free to message me. I'd love to hear where you guys are at with this, um, how I could encourage you more, um, what you would maybe like to hear more about. I don't know. There, I think there's a lot of things we could do with this, but, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, this, this is coming from somebody who's really struggled with his own thoughts. And, you know, I've experienced a lot of different seasons of my life where I've been really low and seasons where I've been really high. And, and I think it really comes back to this is, is knowing what God says about me and knowing what the voice of truth says versus what a lie is about me. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for the support. Remember... Remember, 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 keep your mind on things above. You guys can do this. Thanks again.